audience into land and she's with me right now good morning sherry how you doing i'm great skip how was your weekend the weekend was great now holy we're talking about a little traffic problem on the way over from deland right yeah, i guess a little accident there on 44 so those who are on used 44 to get into deland ought to be careful this morning well look at that a little elder law and a little traffic reports all from sherry aiken from the aiken law firm sherry what do we want to talk about today well, i thought today we'd go back to some basics here we talk about wills what wills do what wills don't um who needs a will Yep, and yep. how you get a will, like those kind of things. Okay. Who needs a will, first everybody, of all? Everybody. Everybody. If you're over the age of 18 and you own something that you want to go to somebody else, then you should have a will. Okay. Okay. What about people that, uh, last time we talked about this about, about three, four weeks ago, wills and everything, I guess maybe a couple of weeks ago. But anyway, I was talking to somebody, they said, you know, you just give them to him before, before you pass away. Well, with personal property, that's definitely the way to go. I think that uh, in, back in the day, Wills would be paid, you know, multiple pages because uh, folks would, you know, itemize and list. You know, I leave my, my china to this person and my dining room set to that person and the candlesticks to so forth and so on. But in today's society, honestly, we're, we are so mobile and, um, you know, and we're buying, honestly, we're buying stuff all the time. We're replacing yeah, things yeah, all the yeah, time. Yeah. Um, that uh, Florida law permits us to include in the will a paragraph that refers to a, a separate writing. It says, if I leave a separate writing uh, um, designating the recipients of personal property, my um, personal representative is instructed to comply with that. And so, and so, uh, in my wills, we pretty uh, we for, for the for your average you know sure, home sure. Um, uh, furnishings. Uh, that's really the way to go because again, it changes. You know, and of course, as as you're you know, say you're downsizing. Well, you know, rather than holding on to that large dining room set because you're moving from a home that has a dining room into a condo that has a, you know, a, a family room or, you know, more of a common area and you don't have room for it anymore, you say, well, I'm going to give that to my granddaughter right now. Mm-hmm. You know, so during your lifetime, those kind of gifts are always, um, um, you know, I'm sure that they're welcome. And then things like jewelry, you know, this is worth this Christmas time. Yep. You know, if you've got jewelry, if you're older and you're not wearing it a whole lot and you've got concerns about storing it, especially if you're in, you know, more of like an assisted living where, you know, maybe security is an issue. Um, or again, you, you just, you know, you, you, you know, honestly, you get, you giving the jewelry away yourself, you get the benefit and the pleasure of, of the gift. Yes. So yes. lots of folks do that um, before they die. And so it's useful to have a list of, you know, where things go that can be changed without, you know, going the cost or the inconvenience of going to see a lawyer. Okay. We know every life comes in segments for people. And I went through the segment where a lot of mothers and fathers were passing away from my good friends. And and the one thing I noticed, you can have a sister or a brother and they're your best friend. You'll fight for them. You'll do anything for them. And then when all of a sudden there's a, a passing in the family and things have to be distributed, it's like the Hatfields and the McCoys. You know, and that's really the saddest part probably about um, the passing of a loved one is, um, you know, everyone reacts to grief differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, the finality of it is sometimes difficult for people to accept, you know, kind of the whole closure question. Others want to, you know, they, they're sort of there, they're in the moment. We, we, we just want to, yeah, let's wrap it all up. Let's get it done. And then again, then there's other family members who want them, you know, the memory of you know, of remembering mom or dad or, or grandma or grandpa to linger on a little bit longer. And sometimes that causes um, conflict. And what really causes conflict, Skip, is different kids getting told different things about what's going to happen. Mom or dad says this. Mom or this. dad or whoever, uh, you know, they, they have a plan in their head or even on paper, but maybe it's, you know, it, it favors one child over another because 
either lifetime gifts during lifetime we 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 had to support one child over the, you know more over the other or again we, there were some fairly, fairly significant lifetime gifts uh, or one child was more helpful than the other stronger relationship kind of you know whatever you know whatever the basis for it is and um and so when it comes you know you know kind of the rubber hits the roads or you know the tax and all those things um is in lifetime discussion of the plan is uh, maybe not quite as thorough or as truthful as it would, you know, it's night would, I as the lawyer would like it to be rather it's more of a kind of get through a situation and let everyone deal with it. So, uh, and I tell everybody, you know, you don't have to talk with your kids about your estate plan other than say you've got one, but if you're going, my, my, my very strong recommendation is if you're actually going to discuss the terms of your plan, please actually discuss the terms of the plan that actually exists, not the one you're going to do or the one you're thinking about doing or what have you, because, you know, things what change. Com- well, things change and what comes across. And I, and I, and I've been in this situation too, where there was a, you know, I'm, you know, mom or dad was going to do this or was going to do that, but never did, you know, actually get around to it, whether they just, yeah. um, uh, just never got around to it or, you know, some life event interrupted them, an illness or an, an injury or something like that interrupted it, never got finished. But, you know, but then there, there are, there are elements in the family running around thinking, you know, that's a done deal. Dad said he's going to give me this. He's going to give me. He's going to do this. He's going to do that. Um, you know, th- that tends to, you know, you know, kind of flame, in, sure. in, you know, flame yeah. the fire, kind yep. of fire the flames, and, and everything as far as as family relationships. And the real concern here, of course, Skip, is that you know this is an after the fact thing. I don't have mom. I don't have dad. I don't have grandma or grandpa to explain you know, what the differences is or what the changes were or whatever. And again, you know, any, you know, you can do whatever you want. The only person that has a right to inherit it under Florida law is a spouse. And children do not have a right to inherit. Grandchildren don't have a right to inherit. Uh, there are provisions in the statute that provide for inheritance by those persons if there isn't a will. Okay. But um, again, it's, it's just, um, you know, the process of, involves what your wishes are and then, all these other people the, sure. your your loved ones have rights sure, sure. and if they think that something is wrong then of course you know they can go get their own lawyer and it can uh, create problems and uh, litigation yep. and cost but most importantly fractured family relationships well sherry you know, Aiken, the only thing i know my sister who i love dearly is going to be here tomorrow for the next couple of days her and her husband and her son and they're going to spend some time with this and probably three or four times during the day and i'll say it very lovingly mom and dad always loved you better Mm-hmm. I'll say that about three or four times. Somebody's got a question. What number can they call and what's your email address? Well, they can call me at 386-738-5599 or email me at radio at Aiken, and that's A-K-I-N hyphen law, L-A-W dot com. Okay, Sherry Aiken's our guest. We're focusing on elder law. We're talking about wills and the importance of wills. And if uh, you have a certain question, you can always call Sherry Aiken at the number she just gave you, or you can email her, or you could probably call the studio just a couple of minutes, and maybe we can get that uh, answered for you even before the show gets off. Our studio line, 428-1230. We're going to be back after a 2020 Volusia County News update with Amy Ryan and a couple of commercials. It's focusing on elder law on a Monday morning right here on the radio. This is David Santiago, State Representative from District 27. While we are in Tallahassee with our committee meetings in session, we invite you to stay tuned to AM 1230 and AM 1490 to keep informed about all the activities at our state capitol. WSBB!
From your WSBB 2020 Volusia County Newsroom, I'm Amy Ryan. The City of Edgewater kicks off the work week with a City Council meeting tonight. Edgewater City Manager Tracy Barlow gives us some of the agenda highlights. They'll consider an easement agreements for the Boston Whaler expansion, and they plan to have a groundbreaking on expanding their manufacturing facility and adding more jobs, which we're really excited about by the first of the year. They'll consider a second reading for electronic filing of financial reports by candidates, and this will make actually their reports that much more transparency as well as more convenient for those that are running for public office. They'll consider a resolution to allow the city council to consider moving the uh, stormwater and or the solid waste to the annual tax bill as an assessment. This has been a discussion that's gone on for, geez, about 15 months now. Good news for UCF Sports, and our own Dean of Sports, Tracy Dent, has the details. Usually after the last two weeks in a row, they played the best game of the season on television. I'm glad because that's really good for the American Athletic Conference, but it's really good for UCF. Bottom line was they, they end up winning the conference championship over a really good Memphis team. So that means that uh, UCF is going to the Peach Bowl of an Atlanta, which is what we figured they would do if they could win that game. They're going to be playing Auburn out of the Southeastern Conference, so it's going to be a really good game. I mean, look, that team is it went from 0-12, and 12, it went six wins under Scott Frost, and then uh, go undefeated 12-0 this season. So it's, it was a great season. You don't have to be Dr. Doolittle to talk to the animals. The Halifax Humane Society is always looking for volunteers of all ages to help care for the critters. The fur buddies love to be walked and talked to. Every year, the Halifax Humane Society services over 25,000 animals. If you would like to donate your time to make friends with or foster a fur buddy until they find their forever home, call the Halifax Humane Society today at 386-274-4703 or visit HalifaxHumaneSociety.org to sign up to be a volunteer. Making lifestyle changes only gets more difficult as we get older. Bishop's Glen Retirement Community is there for you. Our independent living offers spacious apartment living with amenities such as a nine-hole putting green, swimming pool, planned activities, and covered parking, all set on a beautiful 25-acre park-like campus with scenic walking paths and lakes. Transitioning to more care is easier when the surroundings remain unchanged. Come see for yourself how Bishop's Glen Retirement Community can help you make that seamless change for the best of your life. Bishop's Glen Retirement Community in Holly Hill. Call 386-226-9110. This holiday season, I'd like you to take a good look at the family around you. You love them. You trust them. You wouldn't trade them for all the money in the world. You know you need to protect them. So why would you protect them with a company that can't give you options and trusted choice? Since 1946, your trusted choice insurance agency is Mullen & Company with protection for you and the ones you love. Happy holidays from Mullen & Company, 673-3633. And with the great voice of Volusia County, AM 1230 and AM 1490, we're focusing on wills as we talk elder law every Monday morning with the people from Aiken Law in the land. By the way, even though the offices are... Wherever you are, Aiken Law can work with you on all of your elder law needs. Sherry Aiken is with us right now. Sherry, there's a whole list of things we need to know, when we should start, and all the different things. Let's go down there right now, okay? You know, on the last um, uh, segment there, actually talk about something. You you mentioned segments, and uh, really segments as far as estate planning is an important thing because, you know, people do wills, write wills at different times in their lives for different purposes. So, you know, primarily, you know, when you have minor children, it's important to have a will because one of the things you can do in the will is to nominate guardians 
for your minor children. And oftentimes, of course, families travel together. And if yep. if something happens to both parents of a minor child, it's helpful to have some written directions as to who could be guardian of, of the minor children, especially if there is a preference, uh, two things, if there's a preference uh, as to uh, who should be appointed, you know, one you know, one person over somebody else, one family member over somebody else, or if, again, you've got um, out-of-state or even out-of-the-country persons, uh, when you're dealing with, um, uh, you know, family members who don't live in the United States, it's particularly important to have a will designation of a, a guardian uh, of the children to help make that process happen. Okay, now this guardianship obviously takes over immediately in case of something happening, right? Well, what happened? Not exactly immediately, because, of course, if you're in a situation where uh, where you need a guardian appointed for a minor child, there is a process okay. for that. Okay. But the court is directed to um, look at the best interests of the child, and if you've got multiple people wanting to be guardian, whether it be an aunt or a grandparent or whomever, and again, talking about uh, people fighting over stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, in our last conversation is about, you know, what happens when, when mom or dad dies. But again, a sibling dies. And again, kind of, whoomp, you know, if all these people show up wanting to be helpful and whatnot. And that's that's great that people want to be helpful. But sometimes they, um, you know, kind of put their own interests above sort of the whole, you know, what's going on here, which is we have minor children who need some place to live and somebody to be responsible for uh, taking care of them, you know, P.S. Okay. and their money yep, as well. Sure. So, um, you know, designating a guardian of the minor children in your will is a way for you, even though you're not able to participate in the process, um, to participate in the process by telling the court, you know, if, in, of all the people that are available, these are the people we want, this is the people sure, I want sure. to be named guardian. Okay, well, you, you know, it, it's just putting everything in perspective knowing what's going to happen in case you pass away. So many people now are prepaying their funerals. They're doing it so there isn't problems within the family. The will really precedes that. You've got to have that done. It really does. And so, like I said, so when you're dealing with minor children, a primary focus is uh, appointment of a guardian. But then also it's, you know, who's going to be, you know, who's again, still who's going to get assets. And so typically I think that there are several stages. There's, you know, you've got minor children, you're working, you're developing wealth. Then in other stages, uh, you know, those children grow up. Now we're not so com- concerned about the children as we are the grandchildren. And then, um, and then of course, um, you know, in your retirement, maybe your, um, you know, your, your, your wealth situation has changed. It's, 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 you know, typically it's really hit the point it's going to be. And now you're spending it, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Nothing you do is what like, people ask me. You put something in a will. Nothing that you've written in a will prevents you from doing things with those assets. So you leave a home or a, a property. Yeah. A, and that's not like a home because home's a complicated in Florida. But let's say you leave real estate to somebody in a will. Uh, does that prevent you from, you know, selling it, redeveloping it, mortgaging it, do whatever? No. Nothing that you do in a will changes your rights with respect to that property because the person who you've left this property to don't doesn't have any rights to it. They have like an expectancy to it. But during your lifetime, they don't have, you know, any rights. They can't control. They don't get any say. I mean, you can give them say if you want, but but they don't have any legal say in anything. They can't stop you from doing things with that property. Well, you know, and and, and when you talk about little children and uh, the rights for them, you want to make them happy. And just because one person in the family has the 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 uh, the uh, opportunity to raise that child doesn't mean they're ostracized from the rest of the family. No, that's true. And really, the idea here with with especially with minor children, and then of course, really with disabled adult children. But there's there's a different process for that. 
um, is you're the parent, you know, the needs of your child, you know, who get, you know, who that child would probably get along with better, mm-hmm. you know, and, and not even get along with, but be, you know, be better for them, be better for them. Cause you know, you know, you know, every little granddaughter has got their grandpa wrapped around their little finger and stuff like that. And that's all well and cute, but is that really necessary or was that, is that really uh, important, um, you know, for the, for raising the child? And so, uh, and, and oftentimes in the situation is that there is one person in the family who is better with the person of the child and the medical needs and all those other things. Sure. And then there's somebody else that is more, is better suited to handle, say, the money uh, for for the minor child. And sure. it's totally okay to have two different people to do that. Okay. Some people like it that way. Okay, that makes sense. Cherry, you know, we've been talking about the elder law for the last few weeks here on the radio with you. A lot of people have... But got gained knowledge because of the things you've said. But let's let's talk about your background and why you got involved with elder law. Because you can tell in your eyes when you talk, and we're on the radio. You love elder law. Well, I like uh, helping people. You know, my uh, my background in uh, probate and, and and elder law and estate planning kind of stems back to really my high school days. Um, I was um, a, a, the file clerk at Landis Grand French over in Delano. I worked for yeah. Bill Sherman. I worked for Mister Sherman, who was the lead estate planner at that firm, and of course he's passed away a number of years ago now. He was a terrific mentor, mentor to me and the guys over there. And so, but he sort of got me on kind of down the path as far as, you know, how important it is to have proper legal counsel during the estate planning process and the probate process. And so uh, this is just kind of what I do. And over the years, of course, I've got a master's degree in uh, federal t- um, taxation, um, th- that I use predominantly in sure. the estate planning sure. arena and, and um and I guess on the president's bill, you know, there'll be fewer and fewer people that need to worry about estate tax. But, um, but back in the day, that was a very significant portion of the estate plan because, in fact, federal estate taxes drove estate planning for, for most people, you know, regardless really of, of your asset level. But, um, but again, it goes back to helping people and trying to make sure that uh, from, a, from a, um, a senior perspective that what they want, what, you know, yeah. what their goals yeah. are, that those are written down. And those are um, you know, put in, in some kind of a format that they actually can be followed and that people know what they are. And then, you know, dealing with families in the probate process, trying to take, you know, it's a difficult time, but take some of the burden of that off. Make the legal part not anything that the family has to worry about. Okay. Well, you're a local gal made good. I think you went to uh, DeLand High School. You're a bulldog, right? I am. And then on the Stetson University? And Stetson Law School as well. So, so you, you've been really, when you spent some time up in Ohio, Columbus, yes. right? Mm-hmm. In the Columbus area, we lived in a, a suburb of Columbus, but uh, we lived in Columbus for 23 years, and I, you know, I'm a licensed to practice law both in Florida and Ohio. In Ohio, I'm a certified specialist in estate planning, probate, and trust law. One oh, day, I need okay. to find some time here to take the test here. Okay, but, we were neighbors at one time. I lived in Marion, Ohio. Yes. Yeah. yeah just, I mean, just not, not too far away. Not too yeah, far away. Yeah. Okay. Give us the email and the t- telephone number one more time. Uh, phone number is three eight six seven three eight five five nine nine. And the email you can reach me at is radio at Aiken, A-K-I-N, hyphen law.com. Okay, I've known Sherry Aiken for a long time now, and i got to tell you, she'll answer every phone call, she'll answer every email, answer your questions over the phone, or buy an email, and even uh, sit down and talk to you. Right, Sherry? Yes, sir. Okay, we're going to be back with more of Focusing on Elder Law and Wills and Wills and Wills from the people at Aiken Law, Sherry Aiken, on AM 1230 and AM 1490. Wednesday is Sinatra Wednesday here at WSBB. 
and is brought to you by Sinatra's Restaurant, home to great food and dueling pianos. Unwind at Sinatra's with a glass of wine from their unparalleled wine selection. Sinatra's Restaurant in the historic Casadega Hotel in Lake Helen. WSBP. Preparing for the future is more than planning for retirement. It's making tomorrow's choices today, which give you peace of mind tomorrow. Arranging your affairs to make sure that your wishes are legally binding is one of the most important steps in planning for them of the street. It's also about taking the burden off of loved ones of the stress of legal issues. At Aiken Law, our attorneys look at the big picture and your family dynamics. For your free consultation, call Aiken Law, 386-738-5599. There's no time like the present. Need tree care? Professional Tree Care has been in business well over 20 years, serving most of Volusia County, from simple tree trimming to full tree eradication, bobcat work, and sump grinding. Professional tree care owner Louis D. Arienzo is a 30-year Volusia resident transplanted from Long Island, New York with motivation, hard work, and 100% customer satisfaction. Professional tree care handles every property like their own. Give them a call at 386-574-4445 or check out their Facebook page at Professional Tree Care and look for the frog. Some things you can count on. For instance, at your new Smyrna Beach Sears hometown store, count on sale prices on your favorite brands every day. Locally owned and operated by Ginevra Moreland. She's cleaning house, and you should see what's on the closeout aisle. Everything from tools to appliances, priced to move. It gets better. No credit required. Take home your purchase today. Ask any store associate for details on how leasing can work for you. Only at your Sears hometown store on South Dixie Freeway, New Smyrna Beach. With a great voice of Volusia County, AM 1230, and over on the west side of the county, AM 1490, Sherry Aiken is our guest from Aiken Law. Sherry, lots of things we need to know about wills. It's really even more than we can do in one one show, but let's talk about the most important thing, and I guess that would be, let's get started, right? We started the segment with, you know, who needs a will, and I kind of said everybody. People who need wills are people who have assets they want to leave to people who are not going to inherit to them inherit from them under the statute. So if you have a family member who, or a, a person who is not, you know, you've raised them like a child, but yep. they're not your child. Yep. Okay? You haven't adopted, you haven't legally adopted them. You are in a relation, a non-marital relationship. Um, you know, you, you, you've had a, you know, whatever partner, I don't know what we call them anymore, but sure. you, know, you, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, partner for, for years and years and years, but you're just not married. You may, be, you may even be cohabitating, but you're not married. You know, regardless of the strength of that relationship and the length of the relationship, that individual will not inherit from you if you pass away. Okay. You know, they're not going to have those kind of rights. So you need documents to give those people, um, you know, those rights. Okay. And it seems like more and more people are, are you right, cohabitating and not getting married today. And that's one thing they've got to really realize. Especially seniors, especially seniors, because, you know, when, when you get into retirement and you're getting married, you know, changes your Social Security has an impact on you. And there are a lot of folks that are um, just bypass financially has an impact on you. And there are a lot of folks that are um, just bypassing the whole, you know, getting married thing. But again, uh, but still, just because they're not married, you don't not want to benefit those people. So it's important that they have a written plan, a written a, w- a will, if the, you know, if trust is, is necessary, we can go into those too. But, but basically have a will that actually leaves assets to those persons, because if they died, then uh, if, you, if you died, then those persons will not, under the statute, inherit from you. And the other thing, uh, Skip, is if you want to leave money to a charity, 
to your church, to your college. You don't want to leave money to a thing, not a person. Again, that, that money's not going to get there without you having taken some steps in writing before you pass away. Okay, I think my granddaddy is probably rolling over in his grave today because in his day it was sure a lot simpler than it is today to make your will. But uh, you really need legal advice. Somebody like Sherry Aiken from the Aiken Law Firm. Give us that number once again, hon. 386-738-5599. Okay. You have a good day today. Help everybody with their elder law care, and we'll talk to you next week. I'll see you then. There she goes, Sherry Aiken at AM 1230 and AM 1490. We invite you now to stay tuned for the latest news, news you need to know from the CBS Radio Network. And then, of course, following that, yep, it's the best music, bar none, of any radio station right here on The Great Voice of Volusia County, AM 1230. The Great Voice of Volusia County, AM 1230 WSBB. New Smyrna Beach, Daytona, Edgewater, Port Orange, AM 1490, WTJV, Land, Orange City,